Welcome in. This is Brad with College Sportscast. We are presented by the Fanboys. Our week wrap up and live chat shows uh, today, and I have Jason Harrison with me today. What's up, Jason? Whoa. What's going on, guys? I have John Roberts with me today. Yeah, nobody heard the first half of what you said. All right, that's what I was afraid of. That's what I thought of. That's what I thought was going on. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, so when I play that little video, an intro video, it mutes my mic and it doesn't come back on until it's like finished. And for me, it lags, um, uh, for the show, like everybody else sees something different and it lags for me. So, but anyways, I'm Brad with college Sportscast, and we are here to do our week wrap up and live chat show. And again, we have Jason and John with us, and we're going to have a little fun this afternoon. We're going to get started with our prize picks, though. I'm going to do a little prize picks things up front. We are now being sponsored by prize picks, and I'm going to throw it out there. Today is Super Bowl day, one of the most betting days ever. So if you want to get started today, you can open you up a new account, use code CSCAST, and you can up to $100. You can double your deposit, um, 100% deposit match. So that means if you want to deposit $50, you'll get $100 to play with. If you want to deposit $100, you'll get $200 to play with. It is, like I said, NFL Super Bowl day. So you can pick a player, say Mahomes, and they say he's going to throw for 288 yards. Then you say, I think he's going to do more or less. And you parlay them uh, and can win up to 25 times your bet. So, again, use our code CSCAST to double your initial deposit and have some fun. I sound like I need to take advantage of that. Wow. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm going to do it as well, I think. I'm going to start playing too, I believe. Um, it sounds it sounds like a little fun. All right, so we always do a, a wrap-up of a college sports world and everything that's kind of happened sometimes through the week and then mostly um, the big weekend games and stuff. So, uh, you know, it's that time of the year where college basketball is heating up um, and uh, we're getting close to March. 
and there's a whole lot of bracketology stuff going on and important games playing. And yesterday was no different. There was a whole lot of important games going on, guys. A whole lot of games, a whole lot of good games, uh, bracket busters. Uh, uh, I guess I want to talk about that Alabama and Auburn games just starting off. Uh, Do we have to? I mean, to me, that was to me that 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 to me that was the most uh, intriguing game of the day. You had College Game Day actually there on site. Uh, the energy was there. Um, I just feel like Auburn should have, to, in my opinion, they should have won. But I thought that Alabama made just some game winning plays, especially the last five minutes of the game. Um, and, you know, that ultimately ended up being the winner, the plays that they made. Right. Yeah. All well, of them I mean, cold the last seven minutes of the game and uh, couldn't score like they were at the rate that they were scoring earlier in the game. Started out high and everything was great, wonderful. Last seven minutes went just ice cold uh and uh alabama took advantage of that right that kind of sounds well at least similar to the way kentucky played in the second half yesterday anyway um but so you know the auburn alabama game yesterday it went basically the way i thought it would i thought Alabama probably win that game close towards the end, and that's kind of the way the game went. Um, but Auburn did play well, uh, uh, you know, and uh, kept the game close. Even though they didn't score much the last seven minutes, it was still an eight-point game. So, right. And, I mean, the again, Alabama scored uh, – widened the gap in the last uh, – Two minutes of the game when Auburn was forced to foul them, and right. you know they hit their free throws, and then they hit a couple threes, kind of right there at the end too. And awesome. that also that, that 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 widened the gap, you know, right there. But I mean, it honestly was more like a three to four point victory, even though they won by eight and they had it up by ten right before the last uh, layup at the mm-hmm. very end of the game, the last mm-hmm. second of the game. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, it it honestly was more of a three to four point game, uh, and obviously could have gone either way, but just Auburn could not hit shots, and Alabama could, and that was the difference. Alabama think, hit shots at the end; Auburn could not. I, and and right. to piggyback on what you said, I think it was a critical no call on Allen Flanagan offensive rebound when he went up. Uh, I thought he got hit with the body even though he didn't uh, make the shot. But that's a shot. You know, a play like that has got to be made. Well, you got to make that play. Look, in, in that in that instance, like, okay, you might be able to call that, but there were so many different things that were in the game that went both ways, whether it was, you know, something – one call got called and it was less physical – you know, less physical mm-hmm. play than, mm-hmm. you know, something right. that didn't get called that was, you know, you thought, you know, bodies were flying all over the place. And it was on both sides. It was – there were times where where both sides got, got either no calls or got called for something that was stupid. But mm-hmm. it's not like the – it's not like the end of the Tennessee game or anything like that where you have, like, what looks to be a blatant – 
you know, just absolute, you know, guy steps right into the landing zone on a three-point shot. Yeah. And something <laughs> yeah. like that. Or, yeah. Yeah. you know, and the thing is, is people talk about the Final Four game, the the, Ooh, the, yes. the, the Dowdy, right? But, I mean, honestly, the Dowdy play was a foul. That was a foul. The thing that you should be mad about if you're an Auburn fan on the Final Four play is the no-call double dribble because then they don't even get a chance right. to even have right. to take right. that shot if that's the case. But that, right. again, we're talking three years ago, four years mm-hmm. ago in the past. We're not talking mm-hmm. about you know what just right. happened or what could happen or what can happen. I mean, it's uh, the, the game yesterday was not – I mean, again, they, they played well. They just didn't shoot well at the end, but they were they're known for not shooting well anyway. So particularly this year. Particularly right. this year. This year is yeah. a year where, yeah. where Auburn's right. just not been a great shooting team and they came out they started the game like their hair was on fire, which was insane. I didn't realize it was gonna be I was like, Oh, look, they finally can figure out how to put one in the basket and then it was then, you know, as the game goes, you go, oh, well, here it comes. <laughs> Yeah, right. Alabama, Alabama. Well, my, go, go ahead, go ahead, Brad. I, I was just going to get into so my theme. I thought yesterday was a whole lot of ranked teams lost again yesterday, and then there was a bunch of bubble teams who lost yesterday. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the ranked teams. So Arizona was number four. They lost a a, a head scratcher. Um, last night, yesterday, to uh, to a to a losing Stanford team, who was ten and fourteen going into that game, um, and and that was just a terrible, terrible loss for Arizona. Tennessee gets beat in a last second shot by Missouri, number Ooh. six. Iowa State loses. Kansas State didn't play good yesterday again. I think they've lost like four of their last six games or something. TCU lost again yesterday, and then a couple of Big East teams, Providence lost, UConn lost, and then uh, number 24, Rutgers lost to Illinois uh, in the Big Ten yesterday. And that's kind of the – that's the teams that lost yesterday. Um, and I kind of wanted to get y'all's take on some of those teams to start with, some of the ranked teams. What do you think, Jason? Well, starting with, I guess I'm trying to pull up the uh, stand. I want before I made my comment, I was like, man, where where was this Stanford game played? Was it played in Arizona? I'm not sure. It must. It, surely it was played at Stanford. I I don't know. That game yes, was a head scratcher exactly. for me. Yeah, it's played played at Stanford, and so I had to been. <laughs> it leads into it exactly what I said. Teams who are on the road, ranked, ranked teams on the road, it is their their championship. Their well, I know it is. I mean, I get that. Yeah. But at the same time, they, they were 10 and 14 going into that game. Arizona was in a slot for a number one seed Man, before it's, yesterday. It's, you're right. It's like that. It's, it's like that. this time of the year, I heard a commentator say, it, you can just feel – how oh, intense. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. Absolutely. The intensity. Then oh, yeah. Arizona that's what I mean. It's that time of year where it does that. And, and and you can, I mean, you can almost feel it through the TV screen when you're watching the games. If you, if the, exactly. you know, volume's on and everything. 
Did you hear? Uh, did you hear what Holly Rose said about the Alabama Auburn game about the noise? What did she say? No, she what said the- that on uh, that she had a decimal meter with her, and she said it was like one oh nine or something like that on the decimal. She said that the loudest you, college football game, the loudest football uh, game that she had gone to was one seventeen, and it was like one oh nine inside of Auburn Arena. So nine thousand right. closed roof sitting right on top of you. Yes. Was just yes. as loud as a college a college football, football game, football game. You know, when you have Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I not these just as loud as a college football game, like loudest, said, as loud as the loudest football game or getting close. Uh, right. And like uh, I said, you know, the, it's you know, it, it gets this time of year, man. I mean, it, it picks up and you almost feel it through the T V screen. Actually, mm-hmm. 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 you go down the list. The only, I think, the biggest upset to me yesterday, even though Arizona was an upset, and all the teams that lost were, were were upset in some capacity, was the Tennessee. The way Tennessee has lost down the stretch, you you man, you you can't have a free throw violation. Think about it. If he just misses that shot on his own. If he makes it, right, if he misses the shot, he still has to run, 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 and hoist up a shot. You know, you get a violation. They get to, they get to, they get to take the ball out, and then they he get gets to a take the ball out of bounds. Yeah. Look. Yes, and look. And so it's – I mean, that's just – it's a taking small margin Listen, right taking now. the ball out of bounds compared to taking it off the rebound is a tremendous – difference in time you, you get you get to set it up you get to set right. it up it's a it is a it is yes. a set play that you can run yeah right it's off a tremendous difference if you know if you got three seconds there's a tremendous difference in being able to set a play and get it going from out of bounds or taking it off the rebound oh you get it off the rebound you get it off the rebound with three seconds you barely hit the, the mid porch strike Right, just shoot that. I, I would have missed. I would have told him to miss it. Right, we yeah, miss it intentionally. I would tell him to miss it, so he has to hoist one up running. And it's because at that point you're you're trying to run, and as long as you can kind of, you know, hold your ground in front, he's got to mm-hmm. then avoid you, mm-hmm. which then means he's either going, he either runs into you, and it could bow, which you get the ball back and it's game yep. over. He has to avoid you, which takes off tenths of a second, which, again, when there's three seconds, there's not that many tenths. There's only 30 of them. We're know? going to get to so that game. You're, 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 going, up, you're, you're, you're missing a few of these, you know, a few, you know, with a few steps kind of going in not the optimal direction, then you are you're, 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 you're wasting time at that point. And then, you know, then you're going to throw off a unbalanced – throw at the end just to see if you can you know put up a prayer and put one in you put you right. put one in great play the great play you exactly but, right but other than that other than that you've got more working for you than against you when you intentionally miss and have that thing you know, oh yeah absolutely it makes it, it makes a huge so, difference absolute yeah. huge difference um two minutes and 30 seconds left in that game a critical mistake was made by Tennessee, the point guard fouls out. Fouls out. Yep. He fouls out. He fouls out. And a point. And a, and and to be quite honest with you, 
it's it's rare most of the time when a point guard falls fouls out of a game. Most of the time. Well, well, and you're exactly right. And I guess I can piggyback that into the Kentucky game. They're playing essentially without a point guard. Cason Wallace is is not a true point guard. He's a guard. And, and then so, and then and then Wheeler's been out. So Wheeler's so, out and shooters out. And so right. now, so so there was no, you know, in that game, Kentucky when when Wallace was out, they had to put in a freshman that's rarely used mm-hmm. as a backup mm-hmm. to play, and that's a do Fierro, which is he's gonna be a good player, but he's six six. Um, he's not really a point guard, he's really a wing player, and they're using him as the backup point guard. And he makes a few, you know, bad passes and stuff in the game, you know, when he was in there. Um, but it's, but you know, I mean, it's not. It's he's playing out of position. He doesn't really play that much anyway, and he's only playing right now because, you know, you got forced Wheeler to, sitting on the bench to, and he's forced. forced to. Right, right. I just so the the big fella, man. She way she way to me, is not the same. It's he's, not the same. Call me, nope. call me crazy, and I always say this. I say this all the time. When the iron is hot, you strike. He should have left and declared and went to the NBA. You, I'm you don't about him now. Do you think he's? Do you think I'm he's worse. he's playing scared and trying to overprotect himself? Is that what he's doing? Or I don't do know, but I'm, I'm worried about his draft. I mean, not, last year, you know, people said he was going to be a second rounder. And the way he's playing right now, I'm worried about He's still a second rounder. He's still a second rounder. He's still a second rounder. Because now I question this. This is what I really question. And you guys can 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 answer that as well. How tall is he? Is he six eight or six seven? Because he, he he looks like Draymond Green out there against and all the other big and guys. that's and that's really the kind of position that he will play in the NBA. NBA is something similar to what Draymond Green's doing. Well, to 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 Draymond Green's credit, Sheway is not as mobile in his move. He's he looks very very stiff. He looks stiff. He looks stiff. He, he he's not comfortable shooting. Yeah, but I don't I don't think I don't think Draymond Green was quite as the player that he when he come out. I mean, if you go back, I don't think you know. I think Draymond Green's evolved and gotten a whole lot better in the NBA. He has, but not well. Two things: when you go to a team with two of the best shooters in the world, right. with two shooters, you, right. you really don't have to do a whole lot. Right, Draymond was actually on the perimeter, guarding perimeter players. That's, but Sheway is not doing it. What are people no, doing? No, but I they, mean, they I think in a pick and roll, he can't play the pick and roll. He cannot he, play he, the pick he, and roll. He, he sure can't. ain't showing it this year. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I don't so even know. Shocking. I can't even explain that at all. Like, so, and, yeah. and 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 beyond well, that, well, as a and, as a and, coach, and, man, how do you not yeah. know how to teach your players how to defend the pick and roll? As a coach, that's one of the most. I as mean, a coach, no, no, you can't say that. I'm gonna tell you why, Brett. As a coach, you go over that each and every time. And I'm gonna and answer John's question. I think. He is more worried about his draft stock right now 
than anything. It shows. It shows. He Pick and roll he is, is, the, is one of the most basic. You teach that to sixth graders, defense well, to sixth well, graders. Well, well, it's kind of different now. Normally, normally you're going to get a scout team who's trying to emulate the other player because you can't judge the way an angle is taken. He's so worried about fouling and staying in the game because if he gets well, in he foul is. Trouble, I think he is worried no about good, fouling. No good. He is no good to Kentucky. He is no good. Yeah, I, I think that's part of it is that he is worried about fouling. I do think that's part of it. He's standing back too far from both sides. From the from the upper guard and from the lower, so and he's trying to stay in that position where he can't foul. I think is 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 what it is. So, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I the don't dog agrees with you. The dog agrees with yeah. you. He was agreeing. That's right. Yeah. The dog dogs were were, were, were agreeing yeah. with everything you just said. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right. I heard him in the background. That's right. All, All right. right. So let me let me tell tell you a little bit about the bubble yesterday. So. The bubble teams that lost yesterday, okay, mm-hmm. Kentucky, Seton Hall, Ooh. Clemson, Wisconsin, USC, New Mexico, Michigan, Penn State, Utah State, they all entered the day yesterday on the bubble, and every single one of them lost. Michigan? You, you got Michigan? On there, I, I don't. I don't see Michigan as a bubble team. I don't I'm see telling you, I've been. I've been following I, I, I several. I know you're right. I know you're right. That's what I'm saying. I've been following right. several I, bracketology I, people, and they're mm. still listed on the bubble. Now, if it was that's, me, that's I a would large. Have, that's a huge bubble. <laughs> if it was me, I would have. Listed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I, if, exactly. If it was me, I wouldn't have it. But this is from biology people right here, and yeah. well, you know. I'm just saying there was a large list of names, oh, team hold names. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm going to question one thing. You got they got Louisville on here. That's got to be a mystery. Yeah, yeah, the Louisville's. I don't know how Louisville's on that. Yeah, the, that Louisville. Louisville. We drop. Is the bubble extend all the way to the 300s? No, no, yes, no. big bubble. Louisville's. Yeah, Louisville's in. Net ranking is three thirty one. That's what I'm saying. That's that's 300, there's only three hundred and sixty, I think, three sixty one yeah. or something like that. Yeah. How is Clemson? Right. How is Clemson on the bubble? I don't. I don't think Clemson on the bubble. I think they're having a rough go at it right you now. Wanna yeah. how, you want to know? I want to see Clemson. Listen, I want to see. I don't. I'm not, uh, okay. I'm not judging I'll, you. I'm, I'll, yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. I'll get to the whole Clemson yeah. thing in a minute. And if I'm Jay's scared. watching, he's not going to like what I have to say. But yeah. Oregon, <laughs> he's, Oregon, look, he's probably going to he's probably going to comment here in a minute. Mm-hmm. You just maybe because you said USC. Then I'm looking on the thing. It got USC in. It got Mississippi State. It got New Mexico in. Texas A&M in. UNC. Let I mean, listen. If 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 Kansas wasn't having a good year, but well, I'm going to say a decent year. Blue blood country would be in trouble this year. It'd probably be a first every time I mean you go you go yeah. around the nation. Well, you see UCLA's having a pretty good year still. Yeah, yeah. But you go around the nation outside of Kansas and UCLA, 
just about every blue blood that's ever played in the college basketball game has, has had a down year. Man. You take Kentucky, North Carolina, you got Duke, you got Michigan State. I mean, you take you take just about um, every blue blood, and and they've all a year now. Um, you know, and you know what that is now. You know what that is. You know why that is. I'm gonna tell you why that is. The transfer portal has leveled the playing field for everybody. It's a guard oriented game. It is oriented game. And, well, and normally, I don't. But think about this. Think about this. Think about this for a second. Normally, you get the best players going to these schools, but then we forget it's good players over there over time and leave. It's a lot of good players who are not even in college sports right now. That could help a lot of college teams right now. They're playing yeah. an overtime league getting paid right now. So it's a lot. We're looking at lower level guys moving up and being asked to produce for big time programs. And that is not easy when the talent is not there. I'm just yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you, Jason. My opinion for the blue blood programs on transfers. I think a lot of these programs are taking some mid-major people. Um and they're just not living up to the blue blood stat status. It's happening at Kentucky. I think it's, I think it's happening at, at other places as well. But I think that is – I think a lot of the transfers are coming in from, um, you know, uh, these mid-major teams. And in my opinion – they're just not living up to the blue blood status. Um, exactly. You know, I, I think that's a big, I think that's a big thing in, that's going on in college basketball right now. All right. So Jason, you may have already. Let me see. John, John, what do you think about that? Just about the, the whole status of uh, like just having major transfers living up to, to the blue blood status. I mean, look, because I, I think, the reason why I asked you that because at Auburn they have a we've point got guard. Well, we have a point guard that's a blue blue that that that's a mid major transfer trying to live up to blue blood status. We don't have that. Um, however, we do uh, a forward or big man that is a mid major right. transfer yep. that is living up mm-hmm. to. Oh, I think. I think Groom is living in Janai, up to it. Yeah, really in Janai Broom. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. there are – the, Auburn's got a few or or has had a few that have lived up to the the case. And, I mean, like, look, they had a they had a blood transfer last – I mean, when you have uh, Walker Kessler coming in from North Carolina. So, I mean, they had yeah. a blue blood But transfer he transferred from another blue blood program. That's he wasn't a mid-major. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, but yeah. right now they've got a mid-major. And, and I mean, even Dowdy was a mid-major when he came over here because I think he came from what, VCU, right? Or he came from – True, came from, true, true. From a, small, yeah. from a smaller and, right. program. So, well, some of them programs Dowdy, are called mid-major plus. 
When you come from right. a program like a VCU or Wichita State, they're gonna say mid major plus. He can right. play mid. So I, I can, I can. I, I mean, see you, if you that. get go get a yeah. UAB guy, I mean, it'd be a mid major plus. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I so mean, right now them. Kentucky played at like Illinois State last year, or you know, which yeah. don't right. get me wrong, don't get me wrong. I mean, he had a fantastic year for the league in the in the way he played, and he's. And he's having a pretty decent year this year at Kentucky. I'm not knocking him. I just no, 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 not, not, not whatsoever at all. Because I mean, for the most part, Reeves has had a. He's been one of the Kentucky's better players. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just saying, especially here lately. Especially here, he lately. has been. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying that Kentucky's blue blood standard before the last three or four years in that position that Reeves is in was Malik Monk. Yes, yes. Do you get what I'm nice, saying? Hey, nice. listen, I, that, that name right there is near and dear to me. Malik Monk, Arkansan. I, I mean, seen him in listen, grade, but yeah, I, that, that's what I, the type of players Malik, he was Malik Monk right. is one of my favorite Kentucky players, okay? One – is because he chose Kentucky over a whole state <laughs> that wanted him, okay? Yes. An entire state yes. that wanted him. And I well, know what state that was, Jason. We're just not going to say state, but entire country. You know, he, yeah, he could have yeah. chosen to go. I see, Oh, as, yeah. And I'm the small thing. As a ninth grader, when I seen him in the ninth grade, and I was sitting in a, in a high school term, my first time ever seeing him, I was amazed. I was like, this kid is a pro. That as kid's a special. Grader, I'm special. telling you, he's special. special. But, but what I'm t- what ahead. I'm saying to you is, it's Kentucky's standards for that kind of level. Tyler Hero, a monk. That was special Kentucky's blue blood standards. So that's why I'm telling you, they're over and, and they they're just they're, they're they're just notch below that, and you can tell it in the way they're playing. And the way things are happening at Kentucky, I'm gonna say That's two notches. I'm gonna say two notches, and and I, I'm gonna say two notches because the standard, the standard in which Kentucky, when you talking about going to Kentucky, you know what's expected. I am coming there to be treated as a pro. Bottom line, I'm coming to work as a pro. I'm here for one year. Well, I'm here for seven months, and I'm going to the pros. That's what he has the standard of doing. He actually, and he can't do this now. He know he was known to get those players and jail them with sophomores, who realized they were a couple of sophomores, maybe a junior or two, and maybe one junior, maybe. It wasn't a question of of if; it was a question of when. When were they deciding to go? Like you knew that, but like I keep saying, we keep forgetting. Overtime, but you don't right last couple of years. There's nobody on the roster where you're like, okay, who is when? When are they, you know, and all that? You, you, you like, I mean, Kaysen Wallace probably gone off of this team and will probably get drafted outside of him first round. I don't Mm, think there's anybody on the team, but I I, I would beg to differ that Kaysen Wallace is a first rounder. I think he's a first round talent, but I don't know if he's a first rounder because once again, like I I'm just saying, saying I think as, they, as of right yeah. now, Casey Wallace would be the only yeah, yeah. one on 
I can agree with you. That would have a chance at, as a as a. I can agree with you on that. I can agree with you on that. And I think you had a now. Before, uh, you now he's got a class coming in. He gets to stay. He's got a class coming in. That's going to remind stay. That, that's going to remind people of the Malik monks and 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 some of the players that I was bringing up. Okay, but the last few years. You know, we had Davion Mintz where where um, Antonio Reeves is now. And don't get me wrong, Davion Mintz come in and average 10 or 12 points a game, could hit some open threes. I mean, played, played really well, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, he, he's just not Tyler Hero. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. Um, you know what I'm saying? I know that. <clears throat> and to, to to lag back on the question you just had yesterday, I mean, you just had up on the screen about who who was the uh, most impressive. The most impressive win to me was uh, was uh, Alabama because their leading score was pretty much held in check. Until was the pretty end. much held in check until the end. But right. Alabama guard play, Alabama Sears, guard. Play. I think Sears. I think Sears helped win it yesterday. Sears. And uh, with Sears, what's the other one? What's the other no, one? The, the left hand, the left hand. One? I'm, yeah, it was I'm, the lefty. I, I'm forgetting his name um, already, but I was getting ready to say it. Uh, I can't think of it right now either, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, it was was it Bradley? Is that him? One of them. I, I think. Let me see. Let me click on this picture. See if it's him. No, that's not him. Bradley is one of them. Bradley played well as well. Uh, it's not, can't be, is it Griffin? No, it's not Griffin. Griffin played well. Chase all over the Clemson stuff. Man, yeah. He's talking about next. He's talking about women's softball, which they played and, and done pretty good. Now he's talking about lacrosse. Okay, that, that might be the, the uh, yeah, Griffin? you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right, uh, John. That's that, that's him. I think that's, no, he wasn't Griffin. Griffin. No, it wasn't Griffin. Griffin played well. Uh, I'm talking about um, Pringle, Gurley, Pringle, Sears, Sears. Well, I Sears. said Sears. 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 Like, Sears. Like Sears. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You Sears said. is like the one Sears. I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Sears and Bradley right. are, are they play well in a hostile right, environment. Yeah. They play well, so that pretty much was impressive. When well, they're still, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Think. And I could be wrong. I mean, they did throw an absolute dud at Oklahoma, and and that could come back and show up. I don't really know, but I right now, I think Alabama is a clear front runner for a Final Four team. I mean, that, that's I that's just I that's just I that's 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 my take. You know, right now, I would say they're a clear front runner for a Final Four team. I would say them and Purdue, in yeah. my opinion. And but I yeah. think, but I think Indiana is 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 coming. Indiana's I mean, a dark horse. Indiana would be one of my dark horse teams to make it right now. Um, I, I would put them in my dark horse group. I think. And a couple of weeks ago, I wouldn't have said this, but they've kind of been impressing me lately. I'm not so sure. That we should forget about Texas. Exactly right. I, 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 so- I think I, I think they're gonna have trouble when, when the game slows down and 
that's what I say. When when it's not a help to step the game, right? You have to be able to, you you have to be able to throw the ball inside and score. Either get double team, or create foul, score, or kick out for wide open shots. And I don't think that no one on Texas team is a threat like that. And so zoning them, making them shoot, it it it, it would be something that can come back and hurt them. But I'm just with that being the said, way they've they been the playing talent, lately. I agree. I agree. And I they agree and they mean. started the season out, and everybody thought they might have been a Final Four team early on, anyway. And then they had the problem with the coach and Chris Beard and stuff, you know. But they really seem to have gotten past some of that now and playing really well. So I'm just saying, don't forget about Texas right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. Um, and then you've still got Houston who has an outside shot. I just I, – I haven't been overly impressed um, with a few of their games, um, you know, when it comes to uh, that tenacity to, to get it done because that's what it's going to take in the tournament, you know. Um, and, of course, everybody's still got Kansas up there. And they're there. I mean, they're, you know – I'd say they're in that. To me, right now, if I was putting them in, I would. They're in that seven, eight, nine range. Is where I would Kansas. I I think this year's Final Four, someone's going to be in the Final Four that was like, "Wow, didn't see them coming." Yeah, and Indiana, Indiana may be Indiana may be one of those teams. Didn't see the way they've been playing. Depending on how the bracket is set up, you know that bracket. Those eight and nine, that eight or nine off seeds, those right. four seeds, you know, depending on how the bracket is set up, those even those ten seeds, you know, because I'm looking at who all lost yesterday. Arkansas lost yesterday. Man, I think, uh, um, I think that that that's because Nick Smith, Nick Smith came back. Uh, Nick Smith and, came back and, and played and, yesterday. Yeah, first time who, who, who's and it, prob- and it probably kind of spruced her a little bit yeah man you took the word right out of my mouth yeah and that's the only thing because he, he hadn't been playing for like two months. months yeah yeah man so that's, that's yeah. hard that's that's very very hard you're exactly right Brad. and it'll probably take them a couple of weeks to get you know to get him back in the lineup and, and get some care together again probably um but yeah. if they can and they can find that chemistry with Nick Smith, then Arkansas will be dangerous in March. They can't they shoot. Could, they could be. They can't shoot. I'm saying, I I'm saying if you add Nick Smith in and, and they really oh, gel okay. together, okay. that's what I'm saying. If they I gel together and really start playing well, you know, they, Arkansas could be. They have the potential to make some noise with Nick Smith in the lineup, I think. I don't know that they will, but, I mean, you know, they have the potential to anyway. I understand that. I I have to interject right now for just a second. Auburn's uh, early season against Northwestern has vastly improved by (laughs) – Northwestern, <laughs> North number one team. <laughs> huh. You're right. You're right. I mean, you know. Yes. Uh, 
I mean, they are they are like second in the Big Big Ten right now. Western is. When you start looking at conferences, yeah, quiet one wins at the at the end of the year. You know they they need wins, man. Hey, I would not be surprised. All right, so getting to quad games, and you and you mentioned Clemson. All right, I want to say this. So Clemson, who before yesterday was still either in the lead or tied for the lead for the ACC. Okay. Do you know that yesterday when North Carolina beat them by 20, okay, North Carolina beat them by 20 yesterday. Do you know that for North Carolina beating Clemson the way they did is on quad free win for them? That's a quad three win for Clemson. I mean, for North Carolina over Clemson. What? How in the world? Their 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 schedule rank was below 150. Okay, their 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 net rank is terrible to be in the lead. I'm telling you right now, right this minute, the only way. That Clemson gets in is to be the to be the AQ to be the automatic qualifier, unless they can beat Miami and a couple of teams down the stretch. Mm. Mm. If they can win, if they can beat, they still have a couple of you know uh, a couple of pretty marquee games, but they have to win those games to get in. They can't be they. They are a quad three win for North Carolina yesterday. And they were leading the ACC. I'm looking at it right now, yeah. That's pretty telling, man. That sounds bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that just goes to show that what they value the ACC. Pitt. Pitt might be the hottest team in the ACC right now. The ACC is going. (laughs) I'm telling you. Like, so before yesterday's games, like on Thursday, ACC fell to the ranked conference in the country. They were seventh. The ACC is down, man. The ACC is down. You. Kind of like what you said earlier, the West, the West Coast basketball, and other conferences probably are a little bit better than what we so call yep. these blue bloods, Power Five schools that it, you can't name. Hey, I, I think, I think you're going to see Big East or a, or a make it pretty far in the tournament. I'm not sure Creighton, which school is, Creighton, but I, but I Creighton, think Creighton has won a straight. Creighton's got a chance to be one of them. A straight, they do. A straight, A straight, A straight. In oh, I know. Yeah, so I, I, I know. I, I can agree with that. And I, I and I really feel like that there's going to be at least one, one either Beast or Missouri or Mountain West team make it say to at least the Elite Eight. Man. I, I'm pretty. Man. I feel pretty confident saying that. 
I can't wait to participate. I mean, of course, you got to look at the matchups and all, and how you know how the bracket is. But I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now, my bracket is busted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so Kentucky, my bracket. I don't even know if we're going to make a bracket. So you know. As hey, of yesterday. Hey, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, and I'm going to go ahead and go, go out on a limb right now. Oh, Miss didn't play well. I know I, you guys talk about Auburn. You talk about Kentucky. So I have to talk about my old Miss team. My old Miss team is in the cellar. And I don't – Ole Miss is in the cellar. We're going to leave it there. We're going to leave it there. And they're not they're not playing well, you know, injuries. I mean, they got beat yesterday go by South Carolina. So I'm pretty At sure – I'm pretty sure sure that probably puts them in the cellar doesn't it yeah that puts them in the cellar man. i would you know, I, if, if, I would think so if, 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 we, if, if old miss was in the nba right now we'd be counting ping pong balls right now we're probably I mean, heck, trying to get vanderbilt <laughs> vanderbilt beat florida so i know bill's not in in the bottom vanderbilt he i like what jerry coach Stackhouse is doing over there but before uh john says what he's about to say kentucky mm-hmm. would kentucky accept an nit bid I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave that on there. Yeah. Would they accept an NITB? They, they did before. It, I mean, Calipari's right there college, What about the college with, with, with invitation? With Archie Goodwin. You're right. With Archie Goodwin, yep. another kid who's from Arkansas. Yep. He was on that team yep. as well. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, he did. What about the college invitational? <laughs> no. No. They, no, no. I don't no. think Kentucky <laughs> would accept that. No. The CBI no. or whatever it is. No. Mm. Sure. <laughs> that, that one. That's the one. I think yeah. they would the NIT. I, I mean, the I NIT, think they would. It will, yeah, the NIT is going to be just as good as the NCAA tournament this year. I think yeah, with they all would the blue bloods with all the blue bloods playing in it. Shut up, man! Two blue bloods in the NIT. If things if they are if possibly they good, if they're not winning it. Then, then it's bad. Oh, I know. Trust me. I trust me. I know. And I, I and I'm not in any game. I mean, Kentucky this week plays at Mississippi State and home against Tennessee. Ooh. Um, I'm not sure that we get a win this week. I'm mm. just not. Well, John, was was this the week that we said that Auburn, not Auburn, Alabama could go zero and two? This week was was this the week we said that? Well, no, there were people was, that were saying that, but I kept saying that they would Auburn that they go, and then, that they would go and to Auburn and win. Tennessee. See, Alabama and Tennessee play this week. Oh, Tennessee, okay. so Tennessee it would be back Tennessee's to back games. Coming, Tennessee's coming off of two buzzer beater losses, okay? And right. then this week, this week they play Alabama at home and then at Kentucky. That's Tennessee's games. This week, Tennessee, they're, they're, they're going from a one or two seed right now to maybe a four, six or seven seed. Five. Yeah. This, yeah. This absolutely. Yeah. If, yeah. if they they're get dropping. beat twice this it's, week. Yes. They're dropping. Yeah. Yeah. Dropping. Absolutely. And they play Alabama and Kentucky and Kentucky already beat them at home. So even though Kentucky's playing the way they, they've played, they are capable of winning that game at home. Man, man, it's, it's boy, I'm it's not rough. saying they it's will. Rough, They're it's capable. Rough. It's rough. 
the two did teams yet in the SEC that rough. I thought yeah. rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The two teams in the SEC I thought maybe, that I, I thought, thought maybe the problem was rough. <laughs> was Ooh. Mississippi State and Missouri. Missouri yesterday, I think yes. they I think they locked themselves in the tournament. They're in. Yeah, they're in. They're in. They're in. They're in. You, I think Missouri's in. in. Yeah, and, yeah, I and, think and, Missouri's and in no matter what. And what's scary? And what's scary about Missouri? Coach Gates and Coach C. Y. Young did a magnificent job of recruiting for Florida State. And so, I think the connection because I know where they have connections. You got Chicago, you got Georgia, you got Florida. They yeah. can go anywhere if they start to bring in their type of players year in and year out. Missouri is going to be one of those programs we're going to like. Oh, I, I think they wow. locked themselves in the tournament yesterday. I really yeah. – I think that was yeah. a, a yeah. tournament-locking win against Tennessee. Buzzer beater yep. win yep. Yep. yesterday. If Alabama, if Alabama was not undefeated and had a chance to go undefeated, because I think he – I think coach over there at Alabama, he might end up being coach of the year. But I would say Coach Gates or, or Stackhouse could be up for coach of the year. Because we have to. I would give it. Stackhouse I would give it to to Gates at Missouri. I mean, yeah, minus 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 Nate Oates. I mean, yeah, If they go undefeated, then Nate Oates is going to get it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but you know, Coach Stackhouse, I have to give him some love because he was on the fringe of just losing it. You know, he was in the papers and I mean, in the media for the wrong thing, for the blowups, for his blowups. But now, well, now I'm going to tell you right now, he's got he's got to learn to to temper his his, te- his temperament's not not that great. It really isn't. Well, I can say this: when when you believe in what you believe, and you're not worried about, you got to understand. A lot of coaches they're worried about losing their job. He's not one of those guys who's worried about losing his job. Van, think about this. Vanderbilt is not a desired place for a lot of people to come coach. And they actually got a guy who wants to be there. So just like Kentucky is going to – they're going to roll with Cal no matter what people say. They, they Vanderbilt has found their guy. They've found that guy. If he keeps improving, I can see him making the jump going to the NBA to coach because he was you know, coaching the Toronto Raptors, the, NBA, uh, the G League yeah. team, and won. So I can see that. But right. Stackhouse, man, his team is really – and then he got – he he really has some good players over there. He got some good players over there. Well, I mean, that big kid he's got, if he could keep him healthy. I think I think that would make that that would make Vanderbilt a, a much different team. Last year as well, the same kid was on the team last year and missed a whole lot of time. Um, I can't remember his name. Is it Robin? Something like that. Robbins or Robin? Big fella. Something like big fella. But see, it's a See, big, I, I, it's, he's the big guy. Vanderbilt, Missouri, teams like those who are not getting those one and dones. They're able to develop and keep yeah. their players. You see what I'm saying? And develop players and get to right. actually and that them. and that kid yeah. I'm talking about. If that kid could stay healthy, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, he would, he would, he's a he's a good one. If he could stay healthy, I just don't know. I just don't know at this point if he can stay healthy enough to, you know, to be a full-time, full-season player or not. Um, But anyways, 
I, I, I wanted to uh, kind of bring up some of those things, and I, I got to bring this up because today is Super Bowl Sunday. Is it? And uh, yeah, and the Super Bowl is going to be played in about an hour and a half, hour and twenty minutes, something like like that. Um, and Kansas City Chiefs is going to be playing the Philadelphia Eagles, um, and uh, playing for the Super Bowl. You got Jalen Hurts mm. that's going to be the starting quarterback for the Eagles, and you got Mahomes that's the starting quarterback for. Kansas City Chiefs. One of the things that I want to bring up is Kansas City Chiefs head coach is Andy Reid. And Andy Reid has coached two places in the NFL for a long, as a, as long a time coach. at places. As a head coach, yes. as a head, He's coached two places in the NFL as a head coach for a long time at both places. And they are the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. So Oh, Andy Reid is going up against his old team that he was there for, I don't know, 10, 12, 13, 14 years. He was there for a long time um, in Philadelphia. And he won a Super Bowl without him, even though he went four times or however many. Yeah. He went to the yeah. – yeah. He finally got a win with Kansas City Chiefs two or three years ago, and now he's got him back again. Um, Andy Reid did. so. But anyway – all right, guys. Super Bowl. What do y'all think? Um, uh, what's your What's your feelings on it, and what team you think you might be picking? Mm, I think the game a game like this will be won in the trenches. I think. I, well, I, I guess I'm gonna be an analyst. If Philadelphia can eat the clock up and keep Mahomes on the sideline. I think they have a chance. But if Kansas City D-line makes Jalen Hurst beat them in the pocket instead of those RPOs, you know, if they take away that, I think they're going to get stagnant. But with all that being said, defense wins championships. And Philadelphia has arguably the best defense in the entire NFL. Uh, next to San Francisco, who uh, had, had as well, but you know, I mm, and then I just looked up and they just seen Kels tight end. See, he's the edge factor. See, you, that's where I'm going. Earlier. I think oh, Mahomes oh, to Kelsey is oh, what's oh. gonna be the that's my that's my, that's where I'm going. I think I think <laughs> I just think uh 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 hey Kelsey man, hey, Kelsey will win the Super Bowl. Man, I you're think, exactly I right on that. One of them. I think, but 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 I think Philadelphia <laughs> understands that and will completely touch him. I think there'd be a lot of penalties called, but I think Philadelphia wants you have to be physical with Kelsey. You know where the ball is going. That's how great he is. You know he's going to get the ball. You yep. and you can't stop it. Arguably one of the best tight ends of all time, even as arguably one of the best players of all time. I'm going to stop saying just a tight end. One of the best. Is he better? Is better than Tony Gonzalez? The old yes. Chiefs tied in. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Because I just thought I think that's, I think I think numbers don't lie. I mean, you you can't put anybody on him. Even though Tony Gonzalez was the same way, you know. But man, I just man, it's hard. I, 
it's hard because Patrick Mahomes, we just gave him an extra week to get that ankle better. And if he has any mobility, you know, I don't know if the secondary has has Philadelphia secondary has going to be challenged away. But look, I'm gonna pick Philadelphia. I'm just gonna go with Philadelphia. You know, you All right, run, you're physical, going Philly. Physical team going I'm gonna go with Philly, man. I'm gonna go with Philly. But to be honest, as long as both teams covers on my sheets that I have, I can care less who wins. <laughs> all right that way <laughs> Yo, who are you going with john super bowl who you got so the phillies or not the phillies god dang it phillies. Uh, you talk about philadelphia you talk about the, he's in the right state he, i mean he's in the he's, right city he's a baseball guy let's forgive him <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Who were in the World Series recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Philadelphia is having a lot of success. But no. <laughs> Philadelphia is the better of the two teams. All right. Currently. Does the best team always win? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Chiefs win. <laughs> All right. You're going with the Chiefs. All right. So I I agree almost everything that Jason said about Philadelphia's defense, about them being the probably the best defense in the NFL this past year. And I also agree that the Mahomes to Kelsey tandem is a very dangerous, dangerous tandem. Um and my pick is this. I picked it. Uh, and the, the fanboys did an article and asked for some picks, and I put my pick in. I'm just going to go with that. I think I went 34 to Chiefs, and my reasoning was is that Mahomes to Kelsey outduels the Philadelphia defense. What was that your was number? Your, what, what, what was your number that you picked? 34 to 30, I believe, is what I picked. 30. Hey, listen, 34. Hey, look, I got those numbers. Hey, I got those numbers. I went, <laughs> I went, and, looked at my, went and looked at my old sheets. I, I had, All right. Hey, those are good numbers, Brad. You know, hey. <laughs> He's reading John it. Hammond, John Hammond, yes, I did. I did. Let me say, John Hammond, I saw that throwback pitch, that throwback video of me. Uh, that he posted yep. on his uh, social media account many, many, many yep. years ago. And like I told the guest, uh, 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 Alan Ray, that was Ole Miss' first win against Villanova. And so he, right. he had that up. That was, that was funny for you, man. Yeah, Alan, Alan Ray, yeah, yeah. I've seen y'all um, posting stuff back and forth a little bit. And, John, I'm just posting literal numbers John Calipari in the last year's non-conference power conference teams, including the St. Peter's loss from last year. But if you don't include that, he's 4-11 and 11 against non-conference power conference teams in the last three years. 4-11 at Kentucky. Here's – Here's the biggest debate about the Super Bowl, and it ties to college. Okay. 
Can Alabama claim Jalen Hurts? Man, I'm so tired of people saying can't. Why can't they? He played there. That's dumb. I mean, it's like it'd be like if if you're asking me if Auburn can claim Jalen Hurts, then I'm going to look at you like you're stupid. All right, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know. He did post a picture wearing a Auburn jersey because he lost the bet. (laughs) Well, well, I don't know. And Jalen Hurts on TV. So you saying that because Jalen? Are you saying that because you seeing Jalen Hurts on TV right now getting interviewed? Are you watching the pregame? Well, it did just remind me. It reminded <laughs> yeah. me. I looked up and I went, "Hey, here's a." He says he has a question. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. John Roberts. Good. You you. <laughs> so he's talking about me in my article that I posted yesterday about Calip. I just I posted numbers. So, so what's your question for John Roberts? He's asking about sleeper in college baseball. So, I mean, if you're asking about sleeper in college baseball, you're looking for somebody that has to be either unranked, right, mm-hmm. or somebody that people aren't talking about. So, like the teams that people would be talking about. Let's just go ahead and clear that first. Um, teams that everybody talks about would be your LSU's who are starting should be starting preseason unanimous unanimously or for the most part is number one um then that means you're gonna you're gonna knock out most of your seeds out of um as we discussed earlier there's about nine in one poll sec teams uh in the uh in the top 25. Now, if you look at some of the smaller schools, um, kind of like a, a Jacksonville State, or if you look at a Troy, or you look at a, you know, Cal State Fullerton back in the day being one of those teams, Fresno State every now and then popped up and was pretty good because they won a World Series back in 08. Uh, or you could talk about a team that hasn't been great in the last couple of years. I mean, it's, wasn't Mississippi one of those teams last year that wound up winning it? I what, would say so. Ole Miss winning the World Series last Ole year? Miss, Ole Miss, yeah, Ole Miss, Ole Miss was Miss. number one in the country like at one point. At one point. Season. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but they, they fell they and number most one people, all the, they didn't even – but they wasn't even – most people yeah, didn't they think they were going to get in the tournament. They weren't a sleeper. They started out in the five. That's well, nice. I guess – but, but, you know, they had a, a rough patch. A rough patch in – Yes, you know, they did. But it doesn't mean they're sleeper preseason. But at the end of the season, they wasn't, most people wasn't even sure that they were going to get in. Like, I'm not going to say LSU is my sleep now number one. Like, that would be a yeah. dumb thing to say. Yeah. Well – don't tell okay. me that to say an M is your sleeper. They're number three. I mean, I can tell you. You know, it's always good debate. We always have good debate on here. We, we, I can say that Auburn's debate. a sleeper. Or I can say Mississippi State's a sleeper. Both of them are 
the top 25. They're in the top 30 with across the board. But, I mean, you could say Nebraska. That could be a sleeper. I don't know if they're ranked in the top 25. I have to go relook and go look at that. Um, Texas is usually ranked high, so not really worried about that one. Um, UCF had a bunch of good players a couple of years ago, but I think they've all graduated by now. But still, I mean, you know. You said all of them, man. Hey, one thing I can say, going back to that interview, when you know, sometimes you got to sit and listen. You know, I was being sponged. And you said it earlier. And I was sitting there, I was like, man, it has been so many professional athletes that come out to SEC that it's, it's amazing that a scout can go sit and catch a game and look at arguably the top 100 prospects in the country in yep. almost a weekend <clears throat> almost a weekend it's like it's amazing when he was telling those numbers and everything i was like wow how how easy of you i've read of a job of being a baseball guy because i always watch the old movie uh uh, uh what's it called Fun, with the curve yeah, yeah. The curve. The curve. i always watch that and i see that and, you know and that is in my head, but being able to come to an SEC school, SEC town, or even go to the SEC tournaments, sit and watch good players play, I mean, that has got to be a great job of being an MLB scout right now. Oh, I have to go down here and recruit the SEC? Okay, sign me up. You know, yeah. If my area is within I mean, the SEC, that's not hell just, yeah. You, know, just, you can got, do that got, with anything. I got free you, baseball to go to. Y'all, you can do that with soccer. You can do that with volleyball. You can do that with – I mean, you, you can do that with, with softball. You can do that with yes. women's college basketball. I mean, today we hadn't even got to that, but today was one of the biggest games in women's college basketball this season. Good leading. With, Good leading. With, yeah. with South Carolina against LSU, both of them being undefeated, both teams ranked in the top two or three – I know South Carolina's been number one all year. I think LSU is either two or three, depending on the polls that, that you look at. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but, but so, I mean, I guess games, you got Angel Reese going against uh, Aaliyah Boston um, with uh, South Carolina and uh, um, LSU, Don Staley against, I can't never say her name, Mul Mul what's her name? Mulkey, uh, Mulkey, <laughs> is it Mulkey? We, we, we're gonna go with Coach M to be safe right now. Yeah, uh, I can't never say her name <laughs> right. But, but anyway, one, one thing about the women's game. One, one thing about the women's game, and I'm glad, and I'm glad you led into that. One thing about the women's game, experience always wins. Yes. LSU was just a young team, and they needed to go into an environment like this before yeah. the SEC tournament starts. Because I don't know if South Carolina comes to LSU or play them or not, but they probably have a young not. team. They South probably South just Carolina, play once. Yeah, South Carolina has a veteran team. And so the girls. Yeah. South I think Carolina, the girls, the women's, like the, the men's play 18 games in the regular season. I think the girls only play 16 in the SEC. Okay, okay, okay. But, yeah, that 
right there being able to in the WNBA being yeah. able to come and watch girls in the SEC that's they're hey they're they're a feeder for the WNBA even though you absolutely that's what I'm saying you, you, you was talking about that with baseball you you can do that with women's college basketball I mean last year uh, the number one pick came from Kentucky most people mm -hmm. might not know that Went to the yeah. Atlanta. The top five uh, kid out of Ole Miss, the Ole Miss ladies. And shout out to Coach Joe. Coach Joe is turning that uh, program around. Old Ole Miss women basketball. Oh, right now it's better than Ole Miss men's basketball. And so, yeah. I hope for that. We will hopefully we get a chance. I don't know if Coach Kerman is. is, is we get a chance to ride the ship, but whoever comes in. Uh, whatever we do, you know, we got to get back to those winning ways, man. Because if I'm judging this and Auburn is by this podcast, I am in dead last. Man, I am in dead last. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ole Miss has got some, Ole Miss has got some work to do. That's for that's sure. Work to do. And I work. don't know, I don't know if they keep Kermit or not. Um, this is his fourth or fifth year, something like that. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, because there was there was that came in right around the same time in the uh, in the SEC. Uh, I'd say maybe it's fifth year. Maybe I'm not sure exactly. I'd say somewhere in that range. Well, like starting yes. off, Bruce came. In, what happens? Is, Bruce came in first. Bruce mm -hmm. came in first, or as far as you know, after your Calipari. Or, when did AK get the job at UAB? Because I know, I know AK uh, sat. I'm still AK, I'm lagging here, but um, yeah. AK but, sat but out here. Right, and then uh, and then after that you had uh, uh, what's his name over at uh, South Carolina had had come in um, from K State. You had Kermit. You had um, uh, the Mississippi State coach that had come in. Um, yeah, you had the guy from UCLA, Ben. Right. Right. Come into Mississippi State. Ben Howland. Howland. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you had Ben Howland. You had Kermit. You had, uh, yeah. uh, like I said, you had uh, Pearl. Um, at that point, I'm trying to around. Oh, uh, the Atlanta coach that went into Georgia. Oh, wow. uh, uh, cream, 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 cream. Right. Cream, so yeah. it was just there was just a ton of coaches that had, you know, a, a pretty good resume that had come into into the SEC, kind of right around the same time. Now a lot of them have been washed out of the SEC. There's been a few of them. Yeah, most cream, of them have. Cream, yeah. cream got yeah. got washed out of Georgia. I think Ben Howland's no longer at. At uh, um, no, no, no. I don't know if any of them are except for Pearl, right? Right, Pearl. Ooh, Pearl was is... kind of given a like a, a long time because Auburn at the there yeah, was in the cellar, Auburn, yeah, there was in the cellar, so yeah, he was kind of given a long time. Uh, Kermit so. came in 2019 20, 20 season, and so he had a few leftover players. Uh, because uh, one Terrence Davis, he's in the NBA right now. I remember him playing on that team. They had a couple players from his team 
So this from, is his from Howland's year. team, or not from Howland, but no, from, from AK's from AK's yeah, team, AK's Kennedy's yeah, team, Kennedy's. So yeah, so yeah, he hasn't had nothing. He has only one winning season since he's been there. I'm looking at his record, like wow, it's man, it's rough, man. Coming from a mid major, yeah. Uh, and one thing about he, he it, may not, he may not make it after this year. year. It might right. be his last. Oh, Miss is a tough job. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, Miss is a tough job uh, because. Because in football, you know, you can you can you can bring them down here for football, but Ole Miss is a tough job, man. But even though uh it's a tough job, I think you gotta get the right coach in here and, and go from there. Yeah. Right. I agree with you hundred percent. So I brought right. the women's game. John Hammonds was telling us the score to put that up there. So it looks like South Carolina beat them pretty good. 88 yeah. to 64, Hammonds says. So yeah. um LSU has put together a whack of a season so far. South Carolina is head and shoulders above everybody else in women's college basketball right now and have been for the last two or three years. Have You know, they have been for the last two or three years. And that's the only so, thing. That's the only um, thing about, that's the only thing about uh, of the women's game. Uh, they, uh, yeah, there's always one or two teams that are just head and shoulders yep. above everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And South Carolina is that team right now has right. been i've got for a little, little while so you know i got one more thing before we uh before we go right into the uh the 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 end of everything um just to kind of go on john hammond's last question here which was talking about going back to baseball and talking about a player to watch look if you're looking at the sec and you want to watch yeah, a player baseball. to watch in the sec Right. So if you're looking at the SEC, there's going to be several players to watch. I can't name every one of them, but look, uh, Dylan Cruz at uh, out of LSU was the co-player of the year last year, along with Auburn's uh, Sonny DeShera. So that's, I mean, he's back. You can watch him. But LSU went out and basically brought in a, a mass amount of transfers Uh-oh. Baseman. Yep. Oh, he was, up uh, for a he minute. Was, I know, I know, I know. I saw the I saw the little message I got. So uh the Dylan Cruz, center fielder for, for LSU, but then a transfer that went into LSU, Tommy White, third baseman from NC State. Uh nicknamed Tommy T. He's gonna sit there and hit bombs. Uh he's a He'll be he'll be be up for probably player of the year, um, right? So I would go go. I with think them. LSU's LSU's going to be the team to watch. I mean, I think they're loaded. Texas A and M's got a pretty good team, I believe. They do. Um, um, there's a couple of other SEC teams that's right, right. there in the top five, five as well. Um. John, probably know them off the top of your head. There's a couple of others. <laughs> Is it Florida? Yeah. Tennessee. Tennessee's up there. Uh, Tennessee's up there. It's in the top, top 20. Um, Vandy's up there. Ole Miss. Uh, I mean, look, just about it that's in the West <laughs> is going to be on that list. So, hey, flip, flip, right. flip a coin. In fact, I think it's and just pick a name. It's everybody in the West, <laughs> yeah. but but Auburn and Mississippi State, which are in the top thirty, 
right now as far as being in the top 25. And then uh, in the East, it's um, Florida. I think Bandy is on the list. Yeah. So, but you have Florida, um, Bandy, and South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina's in there. I think Georgia. I remember off the top of my head. But yeah. No, I mean, Georgia's right above Kentucky in all the rankings in Kentucky. They're, they're, they're kind of right in that same range most time Georgia Kentucky is what I've what I've looked at right on the baseball side yeah the west is the oh, one yeah. that's just loaded right for baseball i mean it reminds you of the west in football about Back you know like the 2010 years no. ago yeah 2010 yeah 2010s. yeah yeah it reminds you mm-hmm when you look at it, when you look at baseball right now. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. So the last big news that I want to bring up this week is it was finally announced that Oklahoma and Texas are joining SEC starting in 24, July 1st, 24. So we've got one more college football without Oklahoma and Texas in it. Um, we get to finish wow. this year in basketball and then have next year in basketball um, where they will join the SEC. But so I've been looking at some of the schedule stuff. Y'all, the SEC is going to be a scared, meat-grinding beast of a conference. You was talking about Ole Miss and some of their struggles in basketball. You just wait telling you the SEC is going to be a beast in nearly every sport. I mean, Oklahoma's got the number one team in in, in, in the land in softball. Softball. softball right now. You know, I'm not talking about just the major sport. I mean, you, you go <laughs> and you look at all the sports. You go look at volleyball and soccer and softball yes. and women's college yes. basketball and and you know anything that you can come up with track and field kentucky's been <laughs> killing it in field lately. they really have um i mean hey, arkansas, arkansas is always in there hey, arkansas. yeah <laughs> the team yeah. To beat, right? yeah yeah so man it's, and i mean wow. it's, i'm it's telling you all right now the sc is going to be a scary monster I'm telling. Well, I just look at it from the football aspect of it. Like, imagine, imagine Texas coming to your town on a weekend, and you know they travel well. It's so, like it's man, so it's going to be amazing. Kentucky, put it this way: Kentucky schedule, and they're going to be working out the schedules. There was a, a supposed leak to an SEC possible <laughs> schedule week. Okay, all right. They have Tennessee as Kentucky's one of Kentucky's regular um, every year teams. All right, one year they get Tennessee, and then according to this schedule, they have Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, and LSU all in one year. All right, so you get. Tennessee, 
Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, and LSU in one year as a Kentucky football. All right. Then the next year you get Tennessee, you get Florida, you get Texas, Texas A&M, and Auburn. All right. So that's five. That's five of your 12 games right there. And that's not the first round, right? And that that's not including having to play Mississippi State, Ole Miss, having to play South Carolina, having to play Arkansas. So you get two of those games. So seven games right there. And then you throw in Vanderbilt and Missouri, because I haven't brought them up either. So you got to play Vanderbilt and Missouri every year. Kentucky they, would in they, this right. in this one. So you've got so you so you've got about eight or nine games, eight games every year against teams that could possibly either ranked or ranked in the top ten. A whole lot of them. Got when you got Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, LSU, and Tennessee all in one year, they could all top ten teams. It'd be brutal. It's gonna be brutal. It's gonna be brutal. First round draft picks is 31. It's going to be 30. It's 31 picks in the first yeah. round. Yeah. I'm going to go on and say a year in, year out, it's going to be at least 15, maybe 16 first round draft picks out of the out SEC. Of From here on out. Yeah. From here on yep. out. From here on out, man. It's, it's going to dominate us. Oh, absolutely. I'm telling y'all right now. I mean, the SEC is going to be brutal. And, and you go through like you. I was talking about you know Ole Miss with basketball. They better get somebody in there and get somebody starting because when when hey. Oklahoma and Texas come in on top of what's already here, I mean, it's going I'm to telling be. you right now, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, man. Yeah, there's yeah, we need to get, the, you know, get those credentials ready, man, because we need to be in the place in every SEC, no matter the sport. Man, yep. it's going to be worth And we're working on it, guys. We're working on That's the reason why I've been doing I've Kentucky articles. You can look us up on Winning Edge Sports Network. I've got some Kentucky articles on there. Um, John's got one Auburn article, and we're working on that. I've also got uh NFL draft article, and I'll be doing another one at the end of February when we have our next show. Um, so – we're working on that. I'm trying to get nudge Jason over there to do a little more, a bit of Arkansas and Ole Miss stuff. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, we're working on it. We're we're working on credentials and stuff. John's working on doing some Auburn baseball this year. Hopefully, we are in the works with that, and uh, we're hoping to be able to to do bring you some Auburn baseball. So we have a lot of stuff going on guys and uh it's it's kind of exciting this coming week um, we have we one of our regular shows and we'll do kind of a hot topic uh, um, so the pick six no fly zone probably um and then thursday night um, we're going to have ron right here on college sportscast and he's going to be joining our college game day pick them and Kentucky and Tennessee other Saturday. So Ron Slay is a former Tennessee player. I'm a huge Kentucky fan, so it ought to be fun. 
Uh, but it's it's exciting to have Ron Slay. Ron Slay is on SEC Network. He does SEC Now and some games and, and stuff on Tuesday nights. And uh, he also is a, a big – has a uh, – is on the a radio and, and does some stuff on Nashville radio and shows Ron Slay does. And uh, we're excited to have him on College Sportscast. Uh, John Roberts is going to take the next off. Um, it's also Valentine's week, and John Roberts is, is, a, is a nice guy. <laughs> Isn't that right, John Roberts? Say what again? I said, nice guy. So you're going to take some time off for Valentine. <laughs> Freezing up. I didn't hear. I'm freezing or you're freezing? You're frozen. frozen. I said that you're a nice guy and you're getting some oh, yeah. time off for Valentine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've got the, those things coming up, up. And then on Sunday this week, we're going to have Steve Heigl with us. Um, he's going to be breaking down some college basketball stuff on Sunday and week wrap-up and doing a little bracketology next next Sunday. So we got a big week coming up here at College Sports. We're excited to bring all this stuff to you. Um, what do y'all think? Y'all excited about, about this week? Well, I know John's going to be off for, for a couple of days. What about you, Jason? Um, I'm excited, man. You know, just keep things going. I think Thursday show will be good. You got Kentucky and Tennessee guys going at it, so I think that that's gonna be a good having him on for the whole show. Going to be a guy, uh, he trust me. If, if my wife said, "Hey, it's Valentine's Day, you gotta be here," I would be missing too. Well, uh, me and my wife celebrate. I know. I actually asked you, do you have things going on? <laughs> yeah. 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 I had to ask no, Jason, I, I, too. I'm a single I'm a single guy. So, you know, I don't have to, you know, I don't have to worry about all that right now. Uh, but anyway, right. hadn't right. always been there. Very Man. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah, looking forward to the week. <laughs> That's cool, guys. So, we're going to wrap this up. I'm going to talk about our home for our troops. That's our 2023 uh, nonprofit organization. If you're looking for a place to give, we would ask that you give to our troops. This is for veterans who have been injured or wounded. And when they come back home, this um, home for our troops will build homes for them and rebuild their lives. If they're from Indiana and they want to move to Atlanta, they will build them um, in New Orleans. And uh, they've been doing this for about 20-plus years. For every dollar that you give, 90 cents of that goes towards building veterans' homes. So we ask that you go to www.hfotusa.org to give to them today. And then the last I want to bring up before we get off the air is I want to remind people about our prize. It again, it is Super Bowl Sunday. I know everybody in the country 
wants to put something down. I mean, you could do something as simple as which Kelsey's going to get hit first. I don't know. You know, I mean, you know, so you can do something as, you know, who's going to take the first hit, which Kelsey's going to take the first hit. I don't know. You can go and look it up, but I'm telling you right now, go to prize picks, use our code CSCAST. You can double your initial deposit up to a hundred dollars and have a whole lot of fun um, playing and picking these daily fantasy sports games. So with that, we're, we're going to wrap this show up and say good night. We will see you guys on Tuesday night for our next show, and we will see you down the road. See you later, guys. See you later, man.